Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. and welcome to this week's Amazing If podcast. We're Sarah and Helen, the founders of Amazing If, a business that's all about helping people have happy careers. This week, we're going to be continuing our 10-part series on confidence gremlins, where we're going to be talking about those top confidence gremlins that get in our way at work. And this week, we're focusing on people not liking you which perhaps sounds a bit school-like, you know, (laughs) oh, they don't like me, but actually is a really common confidence gremlin. So people just worried about maybe pleasing people all the time or just spend a lot of time worrying about what other people think about you. So just before we kick off, a quick reminder about what a confidence gremlin is and really why they matter. So confidence gremlins are the things that hold us back. And by holding us back, what we mean is They hold us back from doing a brilliant job in what we're already doing. But often they also hold us back from taking opportunities that we're actually really interested in and ultimately kind of doing the things that will make us really happy because often you end up shying away from great opportunities or roles that you're really interested in because you've got these confidence gremlins that are getting in your way. Really important, and we say it every week, but I think we keep saying it so that hopefully people will believe us mm-hmm. that everybody has confidence gremlins. And people will probably only believe us when we just do keep saying it. And hopefully if we keep talking about our own ones at some point, <laughs> people will get the point that um, at least we have them if no one else does. The real trick here is not worrying about the fact that you've got them, because we all have them, is really just knowing what yours are. And once you know what they are, you actually then stand a chance of doing something about them Small things, step by step, so that you just get to the point where they don't hold you back from all those things you'd love to do. So this week, um, as we said, we're talking about this kind of fear that people won't like you. Um, So Helen, is this something that you hear a lot from maybe the teams that you've worked with, some of the people that you mentor? Yes, and it's actually something I think I've had through, through my career. I think, I don't think it's actually gone away. I think it was probably more... Was definitely more when I first started out in my career. I think it was a graduate. I was on the Boots graduate scheme with and, me. Yeah, with you, indeed. Long, a long time ago. And friends I, forever. I think when you were in that situation, the it's almost like the easiest thing to do is to build relationships and for people to, to like you and to go into those situations and, and kind of be nice and be friendly. And it definitely works. But I wonder. Sometimes I think it only works to a point. So you, you almost start your career off knowing that being nice to people and building relationships has helped you get kind of further and 
get some good work and get some positive feedback and people don't see you as difficult. But I think after a while, it can almost become a trap because you can think the reason I'm successful is because people like me. Yeah. Because that's kind of how a lot of people start out. You don't start out when you're kind of 21 in your first job really I don't don't know that many people who start out irritating people and being really really difficult most people start out quite amiable quite open-minded building relationships being really friendly and I think over a while you can then think you know five six years into your career that the reason that I'm good at what I'm doing is because people like me and I think at that point it can almost start to get in your way because you might be in a situation where you think, oh, I need to have a difficult conversation with somebody and you don't do it because you think, well, if I do that, if I say that, if I if I put forward that objection, they might not like me. Yeah, it's interesting to think about how would that make you feel? So if I said to you, this person at work doesn't like you, even now just sort of saying that out loud, what sort of reaction do you have to that? I think I'd think about it too much. Like I'd, I'd yeah. really dwell on it and I'd think, oh, what have I done? What have I said? And I'd put a lot of onus on me. Yeah. And, and I've got better about it. So now I would kind of think, actually, where is that person coming from? And I think I'd think more about them. But I think my initial reaction, even now, would be to think, what have I done? There was a phrase I used to really like, it was a quote I used to have in my house. I think I'm slightly changing from it now, but it was work hard and be nice to people. And I used to <laughs> so really, cheesy. I know, it's so cheesy. cheesy to have in your house. I know, I can't. Got, it's, it's in my garage now. Right. <laughs> says I've moved on you, you've moved it out moved of the house. Out, yeah. <laughs> moved it out. It's not been on the wall for a while. However, I used to really like that. And I used to think, yeah, that's, you know, work hard and be nice to people. And I think... That's what exactly what I mean. I think it serves you to a point. And then I think particularly when you start being a manager, I think it can this being nice to people to the detriment of maybe sometimes being honest and having a more challenging conversation can get in your way as in your career. And so now I think it's probably more about work hard and be fair to people. I think it's probably a better, better way. But that has taken me a long journey to go on and I think yeah particularly being a manager I think you can that can really put it in the spotlight of where you need to have a difficult conversation with somebody in your team about their performance yeah but actually you want them to like you you want your team to feel really positive and happy all the time I've definitely been in that situation and it can feel really hard to then have that difficult conversation where they probably won't like you but ultimately, I don't know, you're not at work always to have lots of friends. And I think yeah, that's, that can yeah. be a really difficult realisation. I actually go back and forth in my mind about some of my best friends are from work. You know, we met at work. Mm-hmm. And is that OK? Is that appropriate? Because I remember there being a bit of a trend where it's like you should be friends with people you work with. Yeah. And then actually more recently, I feel like actually people are now in modern workplaces that's okay and you can be you know you can start businesses with your friends you can work with your friends and certainly I've been in teams where the teams have been very close very cohesive everyone gets on actually brilliantly but then there's a really interesting challenge about kind of does that always work does that ever create problems for you and I think that's where you have to sort of ask yourself some tough questions in terms of if I had to make a Mm. tough decision or have a tough conversation because of the role that I'm in could I still do it? And could I do it in a way where I felt okay about that? Mm. So how did you, you sort of said, it's taken you quite a long time to come up, to kind of get get over the whole, I feel like everyone needs to love me. Yeah, and yeah. Think that I think that I'm absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. How did you start to overcome that? I think I started to overcome it when I realised that it was holding other people back. So less about me and more, particularly when I became a manager. So I realised actually, me wanting people to like me all the time meant that I wasn't giving them good feedback. Yeah. And if I wasn't giving them good feedback, 
I was getting in their way. And then I started to think about work. And if I'm in a meeting and I'm sat there and I can hear a conversation going on around me that I think oh, I just don't agree with. A couple of years ago, I might have thought, well, but I'm not going to say that because I want my peers to like me. And now I think more about the value that I add to a, a business and the the value I add to a business is to challenge things. And I think when I started thinking more about other people and the value to the business and less just about me and yeah. people liking me, I started to realise that I wasn't I wasn't as effective. I wasn't helping people. I wasn't helping the business as much. And that just gave me a different frame and made me fixate less on myself and more on how I could make other people, the business or people that work for me effective. And that really helped me to think, well, I need to do something different because I'm holding them back. Yeah. I think often as well, when I've sort of thought about this for myself is you sometimes associate people liking you with always agreeing Mm. and saying yes and being always that kind of go-to person and that actually you can disagree with somebody, you can challenge, you can have quite tough conversations and people can still like you. Yeah. It's kind of how you're defining liking. It's this idea that you always have to be sort of super nice and say yes to everything then means that you're liked actually if you can frame that in a different way and actually be, you know, that people often say, oh, what would you rather be, liked or respected? Yeah. And I'm always like, that is such a fake trade-off. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe in that as a, as a kind of trade-off. I think you can be both liked and respected as long as you're not associating liked with saying yes to everything yeah. and everyone needing to love you all of the time yeah. and spending your whole time worrying about what people are saying about you when you're not there and those kind of things. And I think that's a, that's a downside of the people that really have this confidence gremlin that, you know, they need to be liked often find themselves saying yes to everything and actually yeah. just have carrying quite a lot of internal stress. They don't want to say no, so they take on lots of things and they're the person that is then feeling really stressed, working late and just not happy at work because... They can't get over this need to kind of be liked by everybody. And actually, I think if you look around, often it's not the people who are always saying yes and being super, super nice who you think are the most effective. Yeah, I think it's the people that are fair and they they are friendly, but they, they can challenge and they can be objective and they can be kind of firm and fair. It's those people that I look at in business and I think, wow, you, you do a great job. It's not the people that I think are just nice all the time. And I think yeah. if you can take a step back and look around you a little bit more and you get that realisation, you can see maybe how this confidence gremlin might be holding you back. So you've sort of talked about the first thing you said was, you know, think about how you frame kind of being liked and consider the value that you add to a business. Yeah. And is that value really being nice the yeah. whole time? Yeah. The second thing you talked about is probably don't say yes to everything. Yeah. And that it's okay to say no. It's okay to challenge, which they're really related, those first two points. Yeah. Anything else practically that you can do to sort of get out of this mentality of, oh, I'm the nice one. Yeah, I'm the nice one. I think sometimes there are certain situations that you know are going to be more challenging. It could be because of people or it be, could be because of a meeting where you know there's going to be some, um, like almost like a, a bit of a disagreement in there. And I think in those situations, either with these difficult people, these challenging people or this challenging situation, your default might be to go to, okay, yeah, of course I'll do that. I'll take yeah. on that approach when actually your reaction should be more, well, do we think that's the right thing to do? And I think a lot of the time you can prepare better for those situations. And at the start of the meeting, you can almost acknowledge, look, I think we're coming at this from different perspectives. So let's both think about, almost get some common ground between you to to set it out from the outset and say, yeah. 
we might not agree on everything here, but let's can we both have just a general conversation about where we're both coming from and hopefully get to some kind of agreement at the end of it. Almost just set the agenda. Be shared. Yeah, and so that I think then you can have that conversation without feeling like you're being really, really difficult because you've set, you set the tone for the meeting. Yeah, and actually some really helpful advice someone once gave me about relationships because I, I really value very kind of strong, trusted, quite deep. I have lots of deep relationships. Yeah. And I really like to actually know people that little bit more than sort of just at a surface level at work. So I, I genuinely have people I do get on with brilliantly at work and know lots about them and lots about all of their life, not just what they do at work. And then often was a bit disconcerted if I couldn't have that with everybody. Yeah. So, you know, a bit about being liked and just almost wanting to feel that I knew people properly. And someone said, actually, it's just really unrealistic to sort of have everybody to like you, you to know everyone inside out actually, you do genuinely need to almost pick and choose your relationships. So you definitely need work best friends. You need. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Those couple of people who you trust, you often do know outside work who are always going to be give you really good feedback, but also you know, potentially are your friends, etc. But actually, it's absolutely fine to have slightly more transactional relationships yep. with some people yep. who might not like you. To be honest, they probably don't not like you either. They probably nothing you. <laughs> yeah, You know, they kind of, they just go, yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Or she's okay. They don't really have an opinion. And actually not spending loads of time and energy and investment on thinking, I must get everybody to like me. Yeah. Because actually that's just a bit of waste of time. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the things that helped me as well, and if you're if you're listening and you think this is a confidence gremlin and you're a manager, one of the things that's helped me with my team where I feel like I need to give them some feedback, I think this is going to be difficult, they might hate me as a result of me saying this, whatever yeah. that little mantra that's going round and round your head is, I find that if I write down the statement and I just say what I've written down, and I learnt this almost by accident because I'd be writing notes on their feedback forms and I'd just be reading it and... And they wouldn't hate me. <laughs> so I'd be able yeah. to say this. It wasn't a disaster. It wasn't a disaster. I'd be able to say this quite bold thing like, 
you've been uh, you've got some feedback that you've been very aggressive in that meeting or I think your disorganization's holding you back I've almost just written it as like on a powerpoint or in a, in a feedback and I've written it quite bluntly yeah in a way that if I overthought it I wouldn't say it that bluntly I'd kind of waffle around and worry they're not going to like you as a result yeah. yeah and actually when it's been written down in, fr- in front of me I've just said it and it's been fine. The other person's gone, okay, maybe they've asked for some evidence or whatever they've asked for. But I have not had a single situation where someone's burst into tears or hated me or never spoken to me again. And it's enabled me to have a much more direct conversation about something that if I hadn't written it down, I might have found more difficult. So I think if you're a manager or actually maybe just having a difficult conversation with somebody else, if there's a particular message you want to land I would suggest writing it down and then just saying what's on the piece of paper and sort of moving past whatever emotional connection you're... Yeah, baggage, exactly that you've placed on this statement. It can help you just move forward and get, get beyond it. I think when I've done something very similar, the other thing to think about is when you've said it, then shut up, stop talking. (laughs) Because it's really easy also to kind of say the sentence and then go into four million caveats and, oh, I'm just going to keep talking about it and talk around it because it's made me feel quite uncomfortable and it was quite direct. Yeah, It's like saying no to a piece of work, I think. Yeah, When you say, someone said to you, I'd really like you to do this work and they maybe position it as, you know, this is an incredible development opportunity. (laughs) One of those kind of classics. Um, This is going to take up loads of your time, but we're not going to prioritise for you or help you do that. If sometimes you need to say, I don't think it's realistic to do this piece of work at the moment because of the workload I've got. You say that and then you stop and you let the other person respond rather than then spending the next five, ten minutes justifying that first sentence. And I think that is so hard to do. I think, don't don't underestimate how difficult that is. But if you can, it's incredibly powerful. Yeah, and actually just taking the time to prioritise your workload so you're able to say that. So because I think the people that say yes a lot because they don't want to say no because they won't be liked might not be doing it with a really clear understanding of what's the impact of that. Maybe it means the quality of their work goes down or they're having to work at nights. But actually just spending five minutes thinking, what are my top three or four priorities what are the boundaries I'm putting in place and I'm going to go home at six o'clock or whatever it is. And then actually, when you say no to somebody, you can give them that reason. I think, again, it can give you a bit more confidence in saying no to something because you've got a good reason behind it. And But I think in order to do that, you need to know what your priorities are. So it would probably be another tip, I think. Have a clear view of what's important for you to work on so that you can say uh, no to something in quite an objective, controlled way. Um, that can feel better about saying no and you don't have to worry quite so much about someone hating you for saying you can't do that piece yes. of work now. Or having quite a grown-up conversation about also getting somebody else to support you in that prioritisation. Mm-hmm. So as long as you know what your priorities are at the moment, it doesn't mean that you can't be flexible about those priorities, but you need to agree together if they're going to change. Mm-hmm. So actually, you can't just keep adding another thing onto the to-do list if this new piece of work actually is a really big priority. Okay, so what are you going to stop as a result and that is never an unfair question to say actually this feels really important we're both we're both agreeing that and I think I could add value to it but realistically to do a really great job I can't just add it onto my current workload here's what my workload looks like you know help me help me to help me to prioritize it don't always feel like you have to come up with all the answers yourself the only other thing that's helped me is it's a bit deep some psychology stuff around Bit of the, the parent adult child dynamic yeah, yeah, at yeah. work. So I think this can play out for a lot of people at work where you can go into 
child mode and maybe your boss or some senior people in the business can almost be in your mind the parent and as a result you kind of want to please them just like a child does with a parent and I think sometimes that can be where this looking for the gold star looking at exactly looking for the gold star and that's where this this people won't like me thing can really show up as a confidence gremlin and I think once you're aware that you're acting because who wants to do that at work who wants to be the child at work and looking up to someone as a parent that's not the dynamic we want for a happy career I think once you can be aware that this is maybe happening, that you are looking up to someone more senior than you and you're looking for their approval, you're looking for that gold star, I think that gives you the opportunity to think, is this really the dynamic I want at work? Do I really want this parent-adult-child relationship to be at work? (laughs) I would think for most people the answer is no. And thinking about how can you level it up a little bit more? How can you be two adults talking to each other? And that, that... that means you might need to have a slightly different conversation and you might not need to look for their approval all the time. I had someone in my old team and she really looked for approval from a senior person yeah. and I explained to her that you're never going to get that approval if that's that's just not that's just not his way. He's not going to yeah. give you that. And actually you're much better kind of getting his respect and the way you're going to get his respect is by presenting things to him, challenging him. And I think that can sometimes for other people that might be a useful way of thinking about this at work. Have you got that dynamic, that parent-child dynamic going on because of this need to be liked? And how can you maybe redress it so it feels more like an adult-to-adult relationship and it's more about respect than being liked? Brilliant. So we've gone through loads of different kind of examples and hints and tips today. If you have to pick, say, two things Mm. that you would suggest to anyone who sort of goes, oh, this feels like people not liking me might be a bit of a confidence gremlin, where would you suggest people start? I think I would suggest a really good starting point is to realise that look around you and look at who you admire and respect and just ask yourself, is it the people that are always nice and always say yes to things or is it somebody else? I think when you when you look at somebody else, you can realise that actually maybe they do challenge and they're still liked and they're still respected. So I'd say take a step back from how you feel about you and look at people you admire. That can be the yeah, first helpful thing. I think the second thing is to look at relationships where this is holding the business or other people back so again think about less about yourself and think about am I not adding as much value as I could in a certain situation because this is how I'm behaving and I think once you start to do that it can change your perspective on not only this is this maybe holding you back it's actually holding other people back and you can start to realize the impact of this confidence gremlin on your career. Yeah, so actually quite a lot of sort of self-reflection yeah. before you then potentially go into some of the things that we've talked about, like how to actually say no, yeah. how to prioritise, so almost just be really clear first about who you admire and actually the value that you add. Yeah. And then that just gives you a really good springboard for then doing some of those other things that we've talked about. Yeah, I think it gives you the motivation. I think you need that motivation to do some of this action off. Brilliant. And as we often say, don't forget this stuff is hard. Yeah, uh, it really it really is. Um, overcoming any of your confidence gremlins takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a bit of perseverance along the way. So take small steps. Don't try to do all of this in one week because you'll be exhausted and probably <laughs> self-employed. And this um, has taken me a long time. I, yeah, you know, this has taken years and years yeah. of actually experience and testing. So recognise that it's not going to be solved in a week. Exactly. And as you do start to make progress, try and think of ways to recognise that progress. Whether you write down in your notes in your iPhone um, the one thing you've done that week where you just feel like you've taken a little mini step forward whether you're um, actually sharing that with somebody you work with who you feel kind of confident enough to say 
well, actually, I did manage to do this this month and I feel that bit more confident now that I don't feel everyone needs to absolutely love me. And make sure you're sort of saying well done to yourself. So it feels like it's starting to be a running joke that I always say I get a posh coffee. But I'm sure there are other things you can do other than get a coffee. Uh, what else do you do, Helen? So if you've been working on this for years, yeah. what sort of things do you do um, to sort of say well done to yourself? I think I just reflect at the end of the day, I feel really proud when I, I set myself a little target. So I'll think, okay, that's that individual that I'm going to I'm gonna say this thing to. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And then at the end of the day, I will just kind of acknowledge the fact that I've said it. I don't necessarily need to go and buy myself something. but I Basically, need... you're saying you're less materialistic than me, which <laughs> is actually not true. <laughs> so you're making me look bad. More that. <laughs> I will take a moment. So I think at the, end of, I, at the end of my day, I always reflect on what am I proud of? What am I grateful for? What am I going to do tomorrow? Like, what am I going to achieve? And I think it's in that moment that I will think, actually, I'm really proud that I had that conversation. And so I think it's just acknowledging that you've done something. Because I think so often we just move on really, really quickly. And then you give yourself almost the confidence to do a little bit more the next day. Yeah. So, you know, you can do that and reflect properly or you can just do what I do and nip out for a coffee. (laughs) Either way works, works well. So that's about it for this week. Thank you very much for listening to our Amazing If podcast. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, Next week, we'll be taking you through another confidence gremlin, which is a fear of senior people. So if you're interested in that, tune in. If you want to learn more, you can go onto our website at www.amazingif.com. You can get hold of our book on Amazon, which is How to Overcome Your Confidence Gremlins. And as ever, we'd love to know what topics you'd like us to cover, maybe how you've overcome some of these confidence gremlins for yourself. So please do tweet us with any suggestions you've got, any thoughts you've got. All feedback is very welcome. And we're at amazing underscore if. So that's it for this week. Until next time, thanks very much. Goodbye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.